0: hey welcome to the thodcast conversations about animation i'm your host philip elke and i'm podcasting from northern minnesota joined by two awesome guests today uh two stellar uh contributors to the thodcast and uh first off i'll uh welcome alex thanks once again for coming on the show alex d yeah it's, uh introduce our other guests as well bridget thanks for your uh second return to the show uh but yeah uh alex how are things this evening for you
1: they are um great space ranger ready to chat light year
0: yeah <laughs> at the ready I think we'll, we'll have to work on our uh, sort of like military jargon this episode, uh, space jargon. Um, Regia, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. Uh, this is technically my third time here, but you know.
0: Uh, well, <laughs> but, second, second return, right? Well,
2: yeah, second return, but yeah, my third time here. But um, mm-hmm. I, from now on, I'm only gonna respond. When I'm thinking, I'm gonna be like beep boop beep boop beep boop beep boop, because that's what I have stuck <laughs> in my head now from this from the
0: movie. Yeah, a lot of uh, information, a lot, a lot of little details in this. You know, as Pixar, that's that's one of the wonderful things about movies um, made by Pixar Animation Studios. They really do a lot of research, and their their worlds are just very rich and detailed. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll make uh, this conversation fairly brief. We aren't going to get bogged down in too many details. I'm kind of tired, so I'm, I want to get out of here at a decent time as well. So um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll uh, get this done and in the can. But thank you so much for listening, and thank you, Bridget and Alex, uh, for joining. Um, I don't I I know um, Alex. Or, uh, let's see, uh, you you were the first to join the call, so. I'll let you kick us off with what what you thought of
1: light year. um, I freaking loved it. Um, um, uh, I actually had messaged Bridget as soon as I finished it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, because I'd started the other day and I kind of got through like the first fifty minutes of it um and fell asleep um. Not because it was boring. I was just Yeah, tired. how dare you? <laughs> I know. No, it was late. I was just tired. I fell asleep. And then I thought it was good. You know, like that, whatever, you know, that first half that I saw, I was like, oh, super, you know, it's it's adventure. It is, this is supposed to be the movie that uh, inspired the Buzz Lightyear toy that Andy has. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like adventure, cool, whatever. Da-da-da-da. And then today so i just finished it you know maybe like an hour and a half ago or whatever um the second half oh my gosh like i was i am very shocked at the twisties and the turnies that happened and i really like um the way that they kind of pulled the toy story universe together in this with the whole um zerg thing shocking i don't know it made me feel some type of way like learning this information and i and i think it's really cool how um this is a very good standalone movie for the new generation but also um a very i don't even want to say nostalgic for us like who grew up with Toy Story, but kind of, you know, giving that warm, fuzzy feeling to watch this hmm. um, as, as you know, a generation who grew up with Toy Story. Like, I feel like it tied in uh, with the original, original plot very well versus, like, also, like, giving it its own, like, platform to, like, reach younger audiences and be entertaining and possibly even, you know, be something that makes kids go well i want to watch toy story now or i want to see more buzz or you know things like that so i don't know any kid who hasn't seen toy story but i'm sure they're out there
0: <laughs> how about uh you bridget uh yeah i i'm mean, speaking of little kids though i, I want to note um I, I you know there there is nostalgia component with this film i but I, I'm someone who feels nostalgic for eras before I was even born. So hopefully we'll be seeing that with kids nowadays. Cause there's a lot of stuff that came before they were even around that they've really got to catch up on. I hope.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. But, uh, yeah. But
0: yeah. Bridget, what did you think?
2: <laughs> so of course I, I loved it as well. I honestly haven't seen anyone be like, oh, I hate this. And of course, like being the generation that had Toy Story. And I remember the animated Buzz Lightyear show that actually had like his backstory and what they did and like the original Zerg and all that. Um, so I went in like almost hesitant because I was like, please don't mess it up. Like whatever you do, don't mess it up. But I, it was just so cute. And it really is. Like that's what I was saying to Alex earlier when we were talking about it. I was like, it was nice because like my three-year-old has not seen Toy Story. Like he it's just those." I guess they're, like, lost on him right now because he's not quite old enough to, like, get it. Mm-hmm. But he loved but the Lightyear movie. He was, like, it's, like, you know, astronaut. There's alien robot things. Like, he was about it. He was, like, every five seconds jumping up. And he's like, Mom, rocket, Mom, astronaut. And I'm, like, yeah, like, you enjoy this movie. You have no idea what's happening. So I like that it's, like, you know, kind of like what she was saying. It's, like, oh, it's nostalgia because, of course, I remember Buzz. I remember the Buzz show. And I'm like, oh yeah, this like all ties in nicely, but then also like kids that have no idea what's going on. It's just like, oh yeah, it's like an astronaut movie and <laughs> space and rockets and shooting at robots. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what's not to love?
0: Awesome, yeah. Um, it's just a you know pretty comprehensive action packed sci-fi animated film. I mean, I, I you know this. Genre and movie is just totally right up my alley as far as my tastes go, uh, and something like a Buzz Lightyear spinoff, um, you know, it has been something that has seemed interesting since the character debuted back in 1995. Uh, so it's like, when when are we getting the the Woody spinoff now? But I mean, there there's a little more wrapped up in this because I don't know there. Yeah, uh, it it didn't seem to have the most vibrant reception uh, amongst viewers. Um, but I don't know there there have been some hits and misses um, in in the latter, you know, post COVID days. Uh, the interesting statistics here with uh, the light year uh, box office numbers compared to the budget, and a lot of that probably has to do with just the Heavy amount of developmental costs that can go into these types of films. Um, that that probably did a lot more to just sort of service the Pixar's innovation that they do do with every one of their projects. And uh, and I'm sure this film, you know, they they went through any number of iterations trying to crack a story about a, a Buzz Lightyear origin. Um, and I I don't necessarily think. They I I think the um, verdict is pretty much, you know, delivered that it um, it didn't hit a home run. You know, (laughs) it was maybe like a a base hit. Uh, But um, yeah, we all, I think, enjoyed the film, at least. So I think as far as this movie's long term, you know, longevity, um, that is at least important that there will be audiences who discover just based on. Uh, it it having a, a fairly high measure of quality.
2: Well, I wonder, so I wonder if one of the reasons it didn't like hit with all audiences was like the whole controversy of there being a same sex couple in the movie. But honestly, yeah. like I know like people like people are touchy about certain things. I mean, I don't care. And but my kids did not. They were never like, oh, those are two ladies. Like they <laughs> did not notice a thing. It, it was, was like so like, it's so brief. Yeah. Oh, and they make it like, yeah, it's no different than like her having a husband, exactly. honestly, like if it would have been a man instead of a woman, it made no difference to the story. Like she still like did all her things, had kids, had grandkids, went on to live a full life. And then she, you know, passed spoilers. But so I was like, interesting. I forgot about it, honestly, until I like looked, I was like looking at stuff later. And I was like, Oh, man, I didn't even like, it did not register and my kids did not care. It made no difference to them.
1: That was the only thing I had seen about this movie prior to watching it was was that was like the only, of, of course, like any time, I mean, it was the same with uh Turning Red, of course, like the only mm-hmm. thing I thought about that movie was the controversy surrounding it. <clears throat> so same with this. Um, And, and uh, so that was really the only thing that I had known about this movie prior to watching it. Uh, was that there was this controversy um, surrounding it, and honestly, it was such a small part of the movie. If it was not pointed out to me, I honestly would not have thought anything. I, I still didn't think anything yeah. of it. But it have it it wouldn't have like registered as any t- importance to me. It was it was just
2: yeah, it was just like normal. It's like okay. on as,
1: <laughs> as it did and yeah, story. Uh, I I yeah. think it was. I I think you're right about like maybe it didn't like people might have you know been turned off especially in this
2: area here oh I know people who probably yeah. avoided it intentionally because exactly. we are exactly. in the south we're in the bible belt so they're like exactly. no okay. I don't want my kids to know about that
1: so. Yeah, so after watching it I'm honestly surprised that like I didn't hear more about it because I really thought it's really up there for me in terms of Disney movies. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was wonderful. And um, I am genuinely surprised that more people are not talking about it because I think that they did so good on this movie, making it enjoyable for... I mean, and I feel like, you know, our generation, we're kind of hard to please, especially when you're touching on something that was so special to us as kids. Um, So for them to do this and do it so well, I, I was shocked that I wasn't hearing or seeing more about it. Besides the, you know, uh, well, the controversy, <laughs> uh, there, there's
0: that I, I feel like and uh, yeah, I guess this movie was. Fairly targeted towards young kids, Um, even though the sub, you know, this material should be, um, you know, appreciable by all ages. Um, You know, it's. I mean, this movie reminds me most probably aesthetically of movies like, like the Alien. You know, the Ridley Scott. You know, or uh, James Cameron Aliens. You know, that that sort of like. They even have one of those
2: like yellow robot things that she's like in. And I was like, hey,
0: I wonder if that's like a tie to that. Oh, yeah. And li- I watched yeah, it. That's right. The what short lady. Calls? Oh, yeah. The lifters. Yeah. The loader. Mm-hmm. They have a turn, you know, the. the An arm, yeah. <laughs> in, in, Whatever yeah. it
2: is. The, the robot lift thing.
0: <laughs> like it, it looked very tactile. Like this, you know, was supposed to be a movie ostensibly made in the early 90s. Um, So it sort of had that more bulbous, like sci-fi aesthetic, you know, the um, sort of um, vacuum formed look about it, all the practical um, props and sets that would have been built for a movie like this back in that era. But yeah, and, you know, the the conversation surrounding I mean, I, I probably mostly heard about it in reference to like this movie being you know banned or censored in other regions um but i know there are a lot of parents who are sensitive about that type of thing too so it makes sense um and but a lot of times if a movie is just really transcendent and really just mind-blowingly awesome like a, a top gun you know we can get away with a little bit you know of a uh, sort of questionable material for parents who might object you know to to certain things you know just because it's such a compulsory experience and I I don't think this necessarily delivered that I think Lightyear sort of was a bit run-of-the-mill which for me is is fantastic you know a a great time at the theater seeing sort of a run-of-the-mill sort of sci-fi adventure like people said similar things about you know prometheus being a little bit um of, of a letdown but i it's, it's certainly a movie that i enjoyed quite a bit just experiencing in theaters and and since then you know even though it maybe wasn't all it was hyped up to be just as one example
2: yeah so, I, I mean it was one of those movies that like we all sat down to watch it we had like a little family movie night and it was we all enjoyed the movie Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of movies that we watch and I'm like, okay, this is fine. Uh, <laughs> but I don't, don't really enjoy it. I'm just mm-hmm. like scrolling on my phone the whole time <laughs> while the kids are watching it. But it was like one of those movies that I was like, Oh, I enjoy this. This was a good movie. Like just across the board. I like the action. I like the humor. And I will say, let's talk about that scene when uh, he has the video from Hawthorne, which is my son's middle name. So oh, okay. I think yeah. I'm biased. But he has that video yeah it's his middle name it's very fancy um <laughs> but uh he has he has the video when he gets back from hawthorne and i was like am i about to cry in this buzz lightyear movie
1: yeah i was I, i'm almost it. there like i, I was, was touched <laughs>
2: yeah i definitely, yeah, definitely. Like, He was like she's like to yeah. infinity and i was like no.
0: <laughs> I mean that that should yeah. be uh, baseline for any Pixar movie at this point. It seems so like yeah,
2: you have to cry at least <laughs> once, or okay, you, yeah. it's not good. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Unacceptable.
2: I mean, yeah, as a
1: childless <laughs> a childless millennial, um, I would watch it again. Like,
2: yeah, it was like really cute. I would be fine with them watching it.
1: I enjoyed it a lot actually, and I did not. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. I expected it to be something that I sat down to watch for the podcast. And I, it was actually something that like, I really, really did like enjoy, uh, and was excited to talk about, like looking forward to the conversation about it because I liked it so much. And I was excited to know like what others had to say about it, especially since I hadn't heard anybody talking about it. So
0: sweet. Well, maybe back in you know 1995. Yeah, this this movie opens up with that little uh, title crawl, the, the little um, you know message at the start about Andy in 1995 saw a movie and bought a toy based on that movie. You know, th- you know this was his favorite movie when he saw it at the time. Um, I You know, a lot of times the pre-roll, you know, uh, text, it does serve to like, you know, give the audience a little bit of a, a buzz, like <laughs> and, uh,
2: pun, <laughs> sort of
0: sort of pun intended. Um, <laughs> just like, yeah, that a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away sort of feel. Um, I don't know. I I feel like, though, in this case, it was kind of. Unnecessary. I don't because maybe this would have been such a revolutionary film back in the early 90s, just if uh, if it were as visually ambitious as, of course, this, this movie now it is animated. So it's it's different in that sense. But it's also, you know, 30 years after, you know, the you know, it would have come out in Andy's world. Um, so not quite as impress- impressive, technically. Um, so who knows if the reception? It's like yeah, if the movie Independence Day came out today, like uh, it probably wouldn't have, wouldn't be anywhere near the highest-grossing film of its release year. Uh, so, so something like that. I but and then also yeah, like the controversial stuff that probably would have been an absolute no go. Back in that early,
2: um, that would have <laughs> yeah, never happened cool. in the 90s. But I that guess it would have never <laughs> happened. The <laughs> Toy Story,
0: it's a different world. So they can make up a, a different rules for that universe. I
2: narrative for that timeline. Yeah, I'm all about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, mean, it, I think it's also going to serve to like, now they have like more avenues. So if they want to do more like light year specific things, they have like this whole Space Ranger crew. And they're like mm-hmm. new Space Rangers, but then they can also like tie those characters into Toy Story. so They do more Toy Story. They can now tie in like socks and stuff yeah. like that.
1: I want, <laughs> I want a socks. Um, yeah, I need a know. socks standalone film. I, mean, I need like a socks
2: movie. Being a robot cat,
1: but also you have like <laughs> the opening now for like a Woody movie and like how mm-hmm. did Woody come to be and how did jesse
2: come to be in that you mm. know. Well, I mean, technically, they got that though. They got that though, and like some of the Toy Story yeah, movies. Yeah, like, I mean, you don't have like a whole thing. Yeah, thing kind of. How did he backstory? Yeah, like you're. It's Buzz's time to shine. It's
1: opening <laughs> up. I think like new. Well, if it would have been a yeah. little bit more like hyped up, they probably would have been like, "Yeah, like let's capitalize off of this and keep going." But I don't. I don't know what. I don't know.
0: So' there
1: will be for that. And
0: there, there was a whole buzz TV show too and and I enjoyed the the movie mm-hmm. spinoff uh made for direct to video, I guess that um the the yeah. TV series um was was basically spun off from this direct to video uh buzz lightyear special you know is basically a feature you know 90 minute special uh where tim Allen did reprise the role of buzz lightyear this was, may be released in right around the time of toy story 2 like so 2000 ish 2001 i say
2: i watched that show and not good movie, so i watched I it a ton it yeah i loved that show that's why i was like when they were like oh we're doing lightyear i was like we already had lightyear the prequel i've seen it <laughs> we've already had yeah, it I'm, i've
0: never seen the series <laughs>
2: oh really just oh, the movie it's good it, yeah like they go more into like zerg and all of the creatures and his other space ranger friends they it's like a whole thing
1: it's yeah. like his whole
2: life basically <laughs> now they just need to like click it all together with the movie even though so zerg i'm not gonna say any spoilers zerg is not the same zerg which i am sure there are other zergs because they're technically like
0: Toys, yeah that's very they're
2: very, not the same in the yeah. show okay yeah. really i've never seen the show so like
1: yeah he's not the same movie, Who Zerg was i was like oh my gosh how the tables <laughs> have turned i was no i was and shocked. that's what i
2: expected like i expected it to be like the show and then it was not and i was like, i loved it i what? loved it. i loved <laughs> well, but it. he did so if you think about it though like this person gets this these robots so i'm like maybe it was a different person and maybe they'll like if they do anything else they'll like go into where he got those robot stuff and like the ship and things and i was like interesting i was surprised they they did surprise me with that
1: i want more like i i don't whatever they (laughs) want to pull from this like give it to me because i I I loved it. I loved the storyline. Mm-hmm. I loved the the Zerg storyline was just was what really made it for me. Yeah. I was I was okay. I was on the edge of the couch, like what? Like I freaking out.
0: There's a a lot of lore here, and it doesn't really line up with anything previously established, which is odd considering it is supposed to be a precursor to the Toy Story films. Uh, and in those films, there is some lore that is explored as well. But I think we you're right, Alex, we will probably get more on Disney. Plus, this was like the perfect um, type of f- film or material for a Disney plus vibe
1: thing. some as a, a mini series or a, an extra short or something just to give. A little bit more backstory, and again, it, you know, it is it is the movie that Andy had seen to buy the Buzz Lightyear toy. So, I so
0: it, I, it, yeah, it, I I prefer thinking that like Lightyear, he's clearly based on G.I. Joe, uh, but the Buzz Lightyear toy toy from Toy Story, and that was a toy before it was ever anything else. So, I feel like it makes more sense for, I guess there were certain instances where the toy came after the movie um, star Wars, is a big example, it, it spawned a toy empire, but I don't know. I, I, it could go either way, frankly. So I, I just thought it was kind of clumsy how they did the whole, you know, Oh, this was Andy's favorite movie. And the, the toy, the Buzz Lightyear toy is based on it. I, I feel like in, in the toy world, in that industry, they will just make these really complex, sort of. got You gotta have it, you know. The you, you, um, uh, have examples like the Furby, um, even Transformers or He Man, you know. They, there were, there were shows and films, but they were designed to sell the toys, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so. I don't know. It, it's the, and this movie had um, a two hundred million dollar estimated budget, so the uh, it, it it is a very you know massive disappointment as far as box office goes. But with Disney Plus, you never know what'll come from this ultimately.
2: So why do you guys know why Tim Allen did not voice the character? Did they not ask him hmm. or? I, I was just curious. because I thought Chris Evans did a good job. Like I was like, he sounds enough like light ear that I'm not like, that's weird. Um, but I, 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 didn't look it up. I meant to, but I just wondered if you guys knew why Tim Allen didn't mm. voice it.
0: It's not, nothing's confirmed. And I honestly, mm. uh, I I think they just offered it to Chris Evans um, and did not contact <laughs> like, your
2: captain America. <laughs> yeah. They
0: didn't reach out. <laughs> Please take. And, and he's much more convincing sounding as the, thirty year old sort of recent graduate from the you know Star Command Academy that mm-hmm. he clearly is here like he, I mean he's young gish he he's experienced, but I don't think Tim Allen as much he's as he older. is yeah <laughs> I don't know that's just my take. I thought Chris Evans was a good choice
1: yeah so their answer is um they took the decision to replace him. In the spin-off because they wanted to differentiate between the two characters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um they said to differentiate they, between them. Yeah, they said movie. that they um they didn't want to cast him or um an impressionist or even a super heroic type for buzz. Um, they wanted someone with a commanding presence that is also able to be funny without being too goofy, and they felt mm. like Tim Allen um tim allen's version was a little bit goofier and like yeah uh like the comedic relief versus like being more
2: like a legit like space military man yeah so
1: that was (laughs) that's that's the reasoning they say behind that
2: uh which i I guess i can see it yeah (laughs) after seeing him as like captain america like that makes perfect sense
1: that was that's why i didn't think to look it up i didn't even honestly think about it but that's good
2: talking point there yeah Um yeah it's something I thought about when we were watching it I was like oh man he sounds like close enough that I'm not like this is weird like why did they choose this person to cast it like if they'd done like Chris Pratt I would have been like <laughs> <Ooh. yeah>. no no <laughs> wrong Chris, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wrong Chris. <laughs> yeah wow. no um
1: yeah I guess they kind of just they wanted it more serious I guess and it was it was pretty serious mm-hmm. to me I was I was glued I was glued to it like there was a lot of comedy in it but it mm-hmm. wasn't like in inherently a, a comedy movie it was yeah it was more action than I expected to like honestly I was
2: just like wow like this is a it's a movie <laughs> yeah no I mean that I will say the times that I like laughed out loud or like cackled the most was anytime Socks did anything yeah. I was like yes I love him He's my favorite
1: <laughs> character. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. My
2: favorite.
1: Yeah, I I White loved noise. I yeah. loved him. I loved him. And I was I was scared for him the whole movie. I was mm. like, oh, if anything happens, yeah.
2: I'm turning it off. Do You guys get rid of this character? I am never watching this again. Never. Uh, <laughs> that would have that would have ruined it for me.
0: A clever plot beat with the tranquilization dart. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: I gave you five minutes.
0: it's like hey was that for me in case i got out of line (laughs) hilarious i
2: like i thought all the characters in this
1: movie were very good like all the like it was very like well rounded and then it was it was like it was like a recognizable like we were like listening to you know some of the voices of the characters and to be like is that is that Kiki Palmer? Is that it
2: Kiki? is, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that- Taika Watiti. Crazy eyes from Orange is the new black. And yeah, it was. No, <laughs> and- that Kiki Palmer I recognized immediately in uh, Taika Taiko Watiti. I was like, gosh, his voice stands out in a crowd. Oh, I was yeah. like, I know immediately who that is. Yeah, like I he started talking, I was like, ah, yes, there he is, because I'd seen that he was in it, but I, I never looked up the characters to see who he was, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. found him here he is. Yeah,
1: there was there <laughs> were some good there were some big names in that that I I didn't know, like I didn't expect, like
0: it, interesting. Know. Well, the third build on on IMDb is the voice of Sox, who's just a Pixar guy, Peter Sohn. He's yeah, directed. I didn't know him. Yeah, he's a director at Pixar you didn't direct this
2: you <laughs> um, need to be himself mm. somehow
0: but no, no he did, i didn't right?
2: know like i looked him up and i was like i don't know who this guy is actually
0: um i i uh i guess um <laughs> full disclosure i the pixar movie at which i've cried the most in the theater and there's it's you know embarrassing but like uh, the Good Dinosaur. I, I got very emotionally invested in that first time I saw it. Yes. But I, yes. I was a little, I, I, I had like a couple margaritas, I think, before I went in. So I wasn't like, you know, totally about my normal wits.
2: No, no, it's totally fine. Yeah. Have, we, have we covered that yet? We can yeah. do that one next. I haven't seen that in a long time. That was the first like actual movie. I went to the movie theater um, with my oldest. She was like three and I took her to see that and she started crying at the end when he gets reunited. I'm not going to say anything else reunited <laughs> with people and things um bawling and I was like you have like emotions complex enough to do what this you're only three balling. She was so like funny. in tears. It That's was so, so funny. It was so sweet. It was such a it's a sweet movie. It's like funny. You never forget the a movie that your kid cries to for yes, well it was her first movie it, too, so I'm yeah. like ah oh, yes perfect, <laughs> this is appropriate. For
0: whatever reason that movie yeah it doesn't have the best reputation. Kind of like this light light year. Gosh yeah you know on IMDb it it has like is it not five? Quite? I haven't looked. Five point uh, six was it? It's just insane. I mean that's you know you can't go 10? by five point eight on IMDb. So out of <laughs> ten? Comically low.
2: Okay, okay. it's
0: the trolls, but like,
2: yeah, it has to be, it has to be the people like, and and it hasn't gotten
0: perfect reviews either. And, um, I
2: got a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, that's that's
0: pretty good. Uh, okay, yeah. Well,
2: I think that they might do like it, might get better or more popular now that it's free on Disney Plus. Yeah, because like, I'm not gonna lie, I waited until it was free on Disney Plus, so it's like people are gonna start watching it. They they knew, yeah, Uh, I wanted to.
1: But mm-hmm. Sean gave it an eight point five. I had asked him the other day after he after he had finished it. I said, <laughs> "Um, I said rate it out of ten because I hadn't finished it yet." But he did. He said an eight point five or a nine. I don't know how to rate things, and I was like, "Dang, that's pretty. That's pretty high." So, well, I, if, if you want to. Nine, I liked
0: it. Yeah, if you want to give it some love on IMDb, I'd just say throw it a ten. You know, help uh,
1: yeah, compensate. Yeah, a little bit right now. Gonna go hit that ten right now. Dare. <laughs> How dare? you do that to me? It but deserves a ten for socks alone. Come on. I
0: uh, with the uh, with uh, good dinosaur, which was directed by Socks. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, as much as people didn't like that as much, I I think maybe. It, it just didn't get as many people to buy in as easily as as other Pixar films. Um, just kind of a weird aesthetic compared to the others. Um, a, a bit of a departure stylistically and, and sort of a simple story. But like if I, I don't know Bridget, you and you maybe understand like if if you do buy into that premise of the good dinosaur, it probably is one of the more emotionally charged stories you could yeah. tell. Uh- yeah. yeah,
2: it's, like, immediately, like, separated from his family, like, there's a big flood, things mm-hmm. happening, people going missing and, a.k.a. like, maybe dying. Um. Like, it's a lot. Like, I was, yeah. like, man, this is, like, much more emotional than I expected this, like, dinosaur, cave kid, like, buddy movie being, like. Mm. <laughs> probably I, just I, and it's much. funny because, like, I watched it later. Yeah, like, I watched it later with my husband and he was, like, man, that dinosaur is a whiny baby. And I was, like, hey scarlet loves this movie (laughs) she even has one she has an arlo she has a stuffed arlo that we got at the disney store one time we went there um so she was a fan if anything scarlet will give it a 10 on imdb
0: (laughs) anyways well and and uh, philip
2: philip will too (laughs) philip and scarlet tens.
0: our little dinosaur side tangent uh good dinosaur (laughs) The, the dinosaur, yeah, that's a whole different story. This is uh, when Disney tried to steal Pixar's mojo. <laughs> um, How I know, right? <laughs> but uh, with uh, with Lightyear, I mean, it's a uh, third or it's the first theatrical Pixar film since uh, pre-COVID, since Onward. We had um, uh, it was oh, really Soul. Soul. Yeah, yeah, Onward was released to theaters in early 2020, but uh, its box office run was cut short. Uh, then Soul came out on Disney Plus uh mm-hmm. later that year, and then we've had Turning Red. Uh, I mean, was there I another
2: Turning Red one? Was there was
1: another?
0: Luca oh, Luca,
2: Luca. Luca, I like yeah. Luca, I did not like Luca. Um, I thought it was cute, it wasn't. My favorite, but it was fine.
1: It was okay. I'm not going yeah, It was it, fine. I don't want to say I didn't like it. Just I didn't. It was too overhyped for me. Like I and I've I've said this like almost every podcast. So every time it gets brought up, <laughs> like I'm like it was overhyped. I look like I feel like not enough love. I feel like they overhyped Luca and haven't been giving because it was a little bit of a flop. And they overhyped it. They haven't been. Hyping up anything else because of, can you stop? Um, because <laughs> of um, they overhype Luca and it flip flop just a tiny bit, and then oh. they haven't wanted to hype up anything else. I think that's why. Like, I'm always mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised now when I watch things. I'm like, oh wow, this is pretty good. Um, especially with everything. Yeah, you're right. So far, being straight to
2: yeah Disney Plus. Instead of in theaters, so this,
1: this was in theaters. Lightyear wasn't. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, they thought apparently the people who made Turning Red were under the impression mm-hmm. that Turning Red was going to be a theatrical release, and they mm-hmm. were like really excited. And then like out of nowhere, they were like, "No, it's Disney. It's going to go on Disney Plus." And I they were like, "What it the was heck?"
1: Was going to go theaters too,
2: and it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched that one mm-hmm. on there. Like it's kind of like, like Mulan. We watched it on the app. We. Uh, Which I don't. They didn't do one for her either. So I was like, they didn't. uh, We watched a lot of Disney Plus for a while.
0: (laughs) You know, this being um, a Pixar film, yeah, went through a lot of development. You know, probably took. uh, Well, who knows when they first had the ideas? Probably twenty years ago at least. Yeah,
2: (laughs) they've just been waiting on the back burner.
0: (laughs) Director Angus. Angus McLean worked on the original Toy Story, I believe, as an animator for Buzz. So he's had a lot of uh, experience with the character.
1: Oh, I bet it's so special for him then. Good for him.
2: Yeah, He's like, this sure. is my baby. Yeah, when I was obviously. like, the animation style is like obviously different, but he still looks like Buzz. He did. It's yeah. like, yeah, he has hair, but he still yeah. looks like Buzz, which I was like, which is important. He has to look like Buzz. Yeah. Don't yeah, that- give me like some weird animation style like no i want him to look like
0: a character <laughs> yeah the space ranger uniform <laughs> at the beginning looks you know fairly similar to the toy you know seem like a faithful enough version of a rendition of that original toy design but that big red button on the front is not like a jetpack or it doesn't trigger wings it's it's this other um safety
2: uh yeah, countermeasure and, <laughs> yeah he like pops out <laughs> no well that's like when he like does um he does the thing where he evacuate the uh, like evacuation button in the thing in okay. the ship sure and he hits it and he like flies out and has the jetpack wings and i was like oh, there it is the family. Family. Oh, and there they, they are the, uh, they have the them yeah yeah they
0: get, yeah, they get at the actual <laughs> like yeah. molded plastic suits from the original toy yeah. story design basically they they do look like toys the new suits that they're given they, at they the did. end
2: yeah. Yeah. They yeah they're like nice shiny i, I yeah.
1: feel like i feel like the the you know developers were like we have to put this in somehow because i was just fine with the like the suits that they were wearing i was yeah. like oh the suit that he you know the toy has based off this and at the very end i was like Oh, it there it is! Like yeah. I feel like they had to put that in, or else people would have been like, "Where is it?" Where's the suit? So, but I, I was like, I kind of like there was a little bit of like color differentiation between the, you know, the different different people, characters, and stuff. I was like, oh, cool! Like,
0: yeah, great. he's got his crew. Um, they they happen upon some old uh, space ranger uniforms in storage. And, you know, it seems convenient that these extra suits, you know, perfectly fit these cadets that are yes. joining Buzz <laughs> But I think if you look at the design of these suits, they look like they're designed to be able to, like.
2: more.
0: You, yeah. You, like the yeah. little midsection piece is sort of like an accordion so it can, like, stretch and expand. Yeah. So it worked for me. Yeah, because
2: the short lady, she puts hers on and I was like. When it was hanging on the wall, it was not that small. It was much bigger. <laughs> so they have to have like a morph button. Mm-hmm. The pen, the pen well, button I was, was my favorite. Say, I was going to say, it was like, it's a pen. I
1: knew, I knew that pen was going to come in handy at some point. I told Sean, yeah. I said, that
2: pen is about to save the day. No, I related so much because that's how I feel when I have pockets. Mm. I'm like, ah, oh, pockets. pockets. I have pockets. <laughs> this dress I'm wearing, pockets. Pockets. I love pockets. your walmart's a great it is it is i want to be a mother
0: (laughs) yeah you know it seemed like the action kind of got a little contrived where with a taika watita character mo you know he's just such a klutz and so he's like a walking plot development you know trigger uh, the
2: camouflage <laughs> mode. Oh.
0: <laughs> he does things like that. And he, he jostles the key fob so that the truck alarm goes off, waking up the bugs. And because the bugs wake up, like that's what pushes the rest of the this ragtag crew into the ship with, with Buzz, who's going to go off to the ship orbiting in space. He was going to do that alone uh, so he could retrieve the... Co- co- coaxium not coaxium that's from star wars uh han solo <laughs> um crossover was it? it's Dili- been... <laughs> no not dilithium yeah the fusion crystal yeah, crystal or
2: whatever gas <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's called whatever it was whatever they needed <laughs> the, the Megawd- we thing. know what you mean
0: <laughs> yeah so it yeah it it just there are certain things that feel a bit of a bit bog standard, but a lot of charming moments along the way, too. So and and like the themes, Pixar is always heavy with the themes. You know, they're not message movies per se, but they incorporate a lot of like human, you know, I- fallibility. You know, that was a big theme in this one. Buzz goes through a series of failures. You know, he crashes a ship in the beginning, basically. Um, you know, that although that vine creature was nasty, too. Like that was. a yeah. Why a pas- did they
2: not explain that <laughs> why and why did it like buzz so much it was just
0: totally dropped every time yeah.
2: you saw it it was like yeah i just want buzz i don't want anyone else just that one like i <laughs> thought that was going to actually be like a plot point like it's actually like some alien in the in the planet or something mm-hmm. and it needs its help they need to tell and they're like nah we don't uh, it's not important it's anymore.
0: <laughs> and, I mean. And there are probably, probably people watching this who do get turned off by all the little nods to the original Buzz Lightyear character, all the quotes that resemble lines from the original Toy Story. I thought that actually worked because mm-hmm. um, yeah, that toy, you know, it's, it's supposed to share like a personality. It doesn't it's not necessarily like it's calling back. Oh, do you remember this thing? It's like, no, this is this is this character's personality. These are lines that
2: catchphrase when you press yeah, the, button. Yeah. Push the button that's the catchphrase for it's sure. like i got a snake in my boot yeah what he's yeah. not just saying that for fun <laughs> no, he says it for
1: a reason and so here's buzz's reason to say you know space cadet or whatever and to infinity and beyond like they had to they had to put those those catchphrases in the movie and make it important because else why would why the would he bus, say it? Action people yeah. say it. Do you
0: know the origin of "There's a snake in my boot"? It's kind of funny.
2: I don't. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, it would be after a particularly hard night of drinking, and a cowboy's like hungover, and is you know he's overslept basically, and his boots are just sitting out in the open. And if yeah, if they're allowed to just sit out for too long, a snake might come and curl up inside of them to escape from the from the hot sun so usually yeah, it's like, that it's like
2: my fear it's, like, uh, it's always my fear that there's gonna be like a spider in my shoe and i put my foot in it
0: i like thinking that woody <laughs> just really tied one on one night and woke up it's really, like oh
2: no <laughs> really went hard one night yeah i didn't know that that's hilarious it's like we never knew woody's hungover at all times
1: <laughs> i'll be using that from now on he is a cowboy yeah. the
0: original concept for the character was much more in line with that personality he he was a, he was a bit of a sleazy character in some of the original concepts um,
2: mm-hmm. but he, he wasn't like the you know the main toy protagonist
0: straight laced <laughs> do-gooder that he is yeah
2: are we gonna get a woody movie now though yeah. I don't know oh. I, I, I didn't look to see if they had like anything else in the works Cause, I mean I, I I do think it like it's always good to have new movies, especially you know like things that people relate to. Like I feel like Turning Red was like really relatable for, especially like for me as a woman. I was like, ah, oh, yes, I grew up in the in two thousand five and am also a girl. Uh, I've experienced all this, so I like it's good that they have these new movies. But I like when they're like drawing on like the nostalgia of like the older movies, but I like just adding to than, it, like the remakes, giving us like, more instead of yes, don't remake anything. Instead... Just give me a prequel, sequel, something. I do sequel,
1: like re- something. Remakes. I haven't watched <laughs> very many, but I do like the ones that I see. It's just, like, it's not my uh, favorite yeah. thing to watch. I'd much rather watch things like this that yeah. are, you know, tying in, like, a new idea or, like, uh, you know, tying into something else. You know, instead of remaking toy story they they gave us you know more to it well yeah, I mean,
2: well, yeah. Was- well now it's like you yeah, have bonnie and there's more characters and yeah. peep is like a, a boss lady now absolutely protecting could. herself absolutely yeah like it, they, they've like evolved them because they're still like i mean they're obviously timeless they're not going to age they're toys so it's like they have to evolve it can't just be andy's like 10 forever yeah. and ever and ever and ever <laughs> i i think 30 years I mean, later <laughs> i think
1: they can i think they can make a woody movie i think they could do a mm. whole movie about where
2: these toys how they came <laughs> what to be magic toys. do they have yeah or like what like why can they talk well because it's, it's it's movie magic bridget Give me the magic mm-hmm. i want to know Tell me your secrets.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> but what are the lot? Yeah, because in the Toy Story world, where this movie is a film uh, that I guess was really made, but but in that world, like toys can come to life. So, uh, how does that? <laughs> uh, I know, even on...
2: the trash ones, of ones course, that are just trash socks. <laughs> socks
0: is kind of like a toy that can come to life, but that has yeah. a scientific explanation.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's probably like AI, like an AI oh God, robot, he's cat. robot. He's a robot, yeah. Yeah,
1: well, he has to I be AI because he has a
2: personality. Like that, that would be the thing that makes the most sense. Like I, he was my favorite. I dinner. need more of socks. I, I, mean, I liked Eric, the mm. the robot who makes the gas. And then when they like have that ragtag team, it's Derek, but it's really the Eric like robot
0: Right. with a right. D. That's right.
2: I was like, yeah, I, I like these like, little AI robots that have their own little personalities. <laughs> even, even, the ship, what was it called? Ivan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't even remember what it stood for. He's like, ah, hush. <laughs> <laughs> Shut Every, up. Everything. Is
1: but,
0: yeah, voice.
1: Voice activated network or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It is the
0: voice of Siri, apparently. Um, Mary McDonald Lewis. So they. Uh,
1: Really, I didn't know that. That's in, that's fun. That's a fun fact.
0: Yeah, they they made it into an Easter egg. Uh, but yeah,
1: no, I didn't know
2: that. That's a funny one. There's uh, a lot of fun about this movie. I feel like. Oh yeah, we so earlier James Brolin, we didn't yeah. mention him. Well, he was Zerg.
0: L- yeah, we. He's a
2: big name.
0: We've been He's talking about really this. Old. Yeah, <laughs> father of Josh, you know, father of Thanos, Josh Brolin. Um, mm-hmm. but. And we've been talking about this for long enough that we can get into some spoilers here if you want. Um he, uh, James Roland's voice of Zerg. I I believe he's the father of Josh Roland, if I'm not Yeah, he is.
2: Yeah. Okay. He is. Yeah, he's Thanos' dad.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was a little underwhelmed by that development. It was effective, but I don't know. It wasn't like I
2: thought I thought it was an interesting choice. Yeah. That he's like, actually like the angry version from the future, I past. Loved it. future past future. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's one moment where, you know, our Buzz Lightyear, you know, the uh, Chris Evans Buzz Lightyear says, um, we need a time machine to get out of this mess we're in, you know, and, and he's talking to his crew, I think, and they're trying to come up with solutions to like, you know, the fact that they're stranded and such. And, and he's just like, Oh, he, you know, <laughs> it's hopeless. And, and there are several points where he does just act totally um inconsolable uh, during during the film, so you understand why you know this this Zerg character would make the decisions you know it turns out uh, unlike in Toy Story two, where Zerg says... To Buzz, who thinks Zerg killed his father, it's the Luke Skywalker plot line. But uh, in in Toy Story 2, Buzz thinks Zerg killed his father, and then Zerg gives the "No, I am your father" line.
2: Yeah, Uh, I am your father.
0: (laughs) So, which would seem like a spoiler for Lightyear, uh, but they do something different here. So, who knows? I
1: loved it. I loved like the whole like like it's like different timelines like this zerg buzz like super light speeded and you know was trying to like go back and complete his mission whereas this you know our buzz light year was also trying to go super speed and complete his mission but then was like wait like i don't have to complete my mission like this is my new mission like you know i oh, i loved it loved the whole like shock factor like oh my gosh like loved loved time like, travel loved um, it it um it was it was great it was a. Uh, it's con- it's a concept to grasp you know like it's a that that one was a little bit more advanced like in my opinion i was like gosh like what do the kids think when they're watching this like <laughs> if i feel this way like what
2: are the kids like I was, I was freaking out. Oh, no. They were definitely like, oh, it's also him. And I'm like, yeah, I guess it is. Surprise to me.
0: <laughs> bad buzz. It's I bad mean, in, in that original Toy Story, they refer to evil Emperor Zurg, sworn mm-hmm. enemy of the Galactic Alliance. And that just seems to be... a totally different character than this one but i mean could the james Boland buzz be the original buzz uh, and some of that mythology ties into toy story where like he was the one who battled against zerg originally and then took over zerg's identity but i don't think that's you know <laughs> i, I was...
2: think i mean there's I a chance because that doesn't look the same as the no, original zerg.
0: you're right
1: I think it's just that they're toys, and so like let's say like okay, like this is a movie, and then the toys came out, and then we have your Buzz Lightyear toy, but then you have your villain toy.
2: Yeah, instead you always of always need a villain. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know you have your hero, you have your Buzz Lightyear, your hero toy that comes out in the stores after the movie, and then you have your, you know your your Zerg because you have
2: to make them fight each other because yeah, well, especially but... if it's like the action figure like era it's it's like they have to have a bad guy to
1: fight part of it i think i don't think necessarily i don't think the toys
0: they don't have to have the same mythology as the film but why wouldn't they though if they came after all they
1: have is they're like catchphrases but i feel like the toys like made like they came up with their own personalities like based on like the you know the life that they live like hmm. you know buzz and woody like lived with andy and they formed their personalities that way versus like
2: they didn't well, technically they have like their own personality based on like their background because it's buzz like... doesn't think that he's a toy no and then it like you know he evolves from there based right. on andy he's but like i'm what... like still space ranger but also a toy
1: but that's what i'm saying <laughs> is is yeah. like there's, a, I mean, there's the the whole. There's a store full of Buzz Lightyears. Maybe, so.
0: uh, yeah, maybe if they made a sequel, you know, Zerg would become an emperor. And you do have to wait until even after the logos of the credits to to discover that uh, Zerg isn't totally defeated after all. Did you notice that Is there
2: an after credits scene? I think mm-hmm. I, I think I did. I don't
1: think I watched it. I don't think I realized. But also, like, of course he was not defeated.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He couldn't be.
2: They never are. They never, never are. actually die. Um, example, <laughs> Vecca. <laughs> come on. <laughs> he just, it's the Michael Myers. They just disappear. <laughs> they just go can't away for a little bit. They'll come back.
1: You can't defeat the bad guys ever.
0: It'd really get into some crazy Rick and Morty shenanigans, though, if uh, this Zerg did go on to, you know, seemingly kill Buzz's father. But it, <laughs> it turns out Buzz maybe was his own father <laughs> type of thing.
1: Buzz well, I, I, at first, <laughs> he takes off the thing and he's like, Dad? like, Yeah. Um, and yeah. I was like, he's
2: like oh, that's you, Buzz. No.
0: <laughs> that'd be some messed up
2: <laughs> genetics are strong with that one yeah <laughs> well that's something they did like in so in the sh- like the cartoon that they did like later um with just like you know buzz light Year in the space mm-hmm. get at people um so zerg was like the main bad guy on that show so like nine times out of ten that's who he was fighting him mm-hmm. or his minions so I'm like, I would not be surprised if like somewhere in that universe, Zerg is like a real bad guy. Mm-hmm. They just haven't met yet. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think, in- it's, Buzz. I think it's Buzz Bad Guy.
0: In <laughs> it's the sh- always Buzz. It yeah. always comes
2: back to
1: Buzz. I want it to be him. <laughs> I want him to be Zerg. I love I love that idea. Love that storyline. Like I'm sticking with it.
0: Yeah. In the show, Zerg isn't supposed to be Buzz's father or anything like that either, as far as I know
2: yeah I think that was just like something from the movie yeah. the second movie
0: yeah well uh, it's been fun chatting about uh, Buzz Lightyear oh, aka just Lightyear uh, they they didn't bother subtitling subtitling to infinity and beyond uh, maybe that'll be the sequel <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, they can I, just do to infinity and then the one after that and beyond
0: for there sure <laughs> In this little documentary I was watching before we came on the the podcast, um, they were pointing out the absurdity of the catchphrase to infinity and, belong- and beyond. But I, I think it's good. I, I think there are different levels of infinity that people can grasp. And for Buzz, it's like the highest level of infinity you can possibly imagine. Well, it's
2: know. just a great catchphrase. Like That's yeah. something I still say to this day. And I, my kids understand it now, but like for a while, people are like, "What?" And I'm like, "To infinity and beyond, okay?"
0: What's beyond? It infinity? makes
2: sense. <laughs> we're going uh, we're going up and up. We're going exactly. past the stars, okay?
0: <laughs> Could only hope. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, happy ending and all. Buzz discovers that there's you know more to there's more than just the mission, shall we say? Uh, appreciate the moment appreciate the the you know your blessings that you're given in in life even though things don't don't go the right way uh it's sort of like the finding nemo message of like just keep swimming <laughs> you know crap yeah, happens
2: I it was, well i thought like the themes just in general were like really good especially for a kid's movie it's like oh making mistakes is okay mm-hmm. and like you know if you make a mistake and it really messes up stuff like it's fine like just keep We'll going. figure it out. We'll fix it, it. Yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. And eventually, like, whatever will make sense. And it'll be fine. And, you know, obviously, like, the power of friends. Everybody has friends. And, I mean, they were like, of course. I'm like, yeah, that's what you want, kid. Like, you want kids to, yeah. like, want to obviously not think that they're a failure. It's just like, I mean, I'm, I I see it. My kid's like, oh, I didn't do it right. And then they don't want to do it again. And I'm like, well, no, it's fine. Like, just try again. Eventually, you'll get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Shout out Izzy and Darby, you know, also great supporting characters, Alicia, Buzz's partner in the beginning uh, who, uh, yeah, because of like the the time dilation subplot, um, you know, that he's experiencing time, you know, that that was a kind of a neat concept how he uh, undergoes this totally different experience from the rest of his original crew because of um, his attempts to escape the, the planet and, and repair the sh- the you know the colony ship, uh, and because of that, he uh, he experiences the effects of um, near light speed travel that that just may put him on a different time trajectory than than the people he knows.
1: And they never stopped believing in him because when that little message pops mm-hmm. up, she's like, you know. My friend Buzz, like you'll meet him, like they never
2: stopped believing in him. Mm-hmm. So well, that was something I wondered so about, like the the hyper dilation and all that. Did they not know that would happen
1: if they I, already yeah.
2: traveled at hyper speed? So I did. Point, I'm like, did they not know? Like they seemed surprised. They're like, oh, it's been four years, and I'm like, but you guys were doing hyper speed before. Did you yeah. not know?
0: I mean, four years isn't that big of a deal if you only have to do it once. Um, and they were in such a desperate situation that they're probably just like, well, we'll just see what happens. Maybe it'll be more, maybe it'll be less, you know, maybe the technology has ways of compensating for those kinds of effects. Because, you know, they they don't call it light speed necessarily. It's, it's hyper speed. So mm-hmm. there's more to it than just traveling at the speed of light like you have to. It, it probably is like Star Wars or Star Trek, where you kind of open up another dimension that folds space and time, and so it goes a little wonky.
2: <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen.
0: No. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It was. It was a neat little moment of science, fun banter between Buzz and Ivan, and then there's a moment where he's like doing. Uh, trigonometry on the cockpit windshield and so you know he he's clearly a very uh you know competent um astronaut <laughs> it's cool to see like actual astronautics being performed
2: Yeah, he's like don't worry i have i have a marker mm-hmm. and my star sheet specifically for this reason <laughs> i That's knew right. it wasn't gonna go right yeah yeah Well, that's like i did the math and it was like he had to have done like it it was only like 25 days for him hmm. but it's like a hundred years for everyone else which i thought was kind of crazy
0: yeah yeah it was uh that's was a lot of uh times trying to get the um crystallic fusion to work that's for sure and well, thankfully
2: yeah and socks saves the day
0: again convenient (laughs) yeah
2: 62 years but he did it
0: (laughs) Uh, why can't they just figure that stuff out now in the real world so that we uh you know we don't have to use fossil fuels and you know
2: well that that was so that was something else i wondered about (laughs) so they've gotten hyperspeed before they've had the fuel that they need to do it before or Mm -hmm. whatever it is that the chamber thing um And they had all these scientists who can build this big community with a laser shield. But none of them knew how to make that. None of them knew the chemical properties. I was like, this is a plot hole.
0: Yeah, the the civilization, (laughs) it doesn't seem quite as like, you know, advanced as is implied in the you know original toy story where like there's a whole galactic alliance and an evil empire and it seems more like the humans are still in their exploration phase of you know going off and exploring different parts of the galaxy there probably hasn't been a very established uh i guess galactic or interplanetary government type of thing <laughs> if they yeah. haven't really even fully figured they haven't even fully figured out interstellar travel yet so it's it's a lot different than earlier stuff that we've seen with the whole light year mythos um, yeah yeah i don't know uh we'll wrap things up though here i suppose any any other thoughts you guys i
2: don't think so oh, no it was great that's a Yeah, what I, think.
0: One. yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Socks is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, good job to Chris Evans for bringing the character to life. And I don't know, we'll see what happens if they continue um, the story on Disney. Plus. Certainly, um, it, you know, it cost around $200 million to achieve a finished product and could have turned out any number of ways, you know, sort of like the original concepts for Buzz Lightyear. You know, they went through you know calling him all these different acronyms and at one point he was lunar larry and (laughs) that would
2: have been so different
0: (laughs) so you know this yeah so all that development you know ended up costing the studio you know 200 million and it only made 225 at the global box office so (laughs) pretty uh pretty lousy return um in conventional language but with Disney plus you you never know what um you know the future could have in store yeah let's uh, just wait and see what pixar does next and it's an interesting time for the studio cuz it's been 30 years basically since they've been ma- making movies and you know are they going to be able to keep up as polished reputation as they've had you know we'll we'll wait and see <laughs>
2: Yeah, for sure. No, and I think I obviously I feel like their movies, at least animation wise, I I imagine they'll just keep getting better. I don't know, like where you stop. Where do you stop? When does the animation not get better anymore?
0: (laughs) Here's the danger, and I Disney is kind of entering into a more cynical sort of like late two thousands phase where you're not seeing projects that are necessarily going to have the same cultural. Uh, resonance as they were under you know Bob Iger just they had hit after hit with a lot of the animated films you know Frozen Moana uh, you know uh, Tangled these iconic characters that were being reintroduced to Disney and and have found traction in the parks as well because Bob Iger was at Disney World one day and he was looking around and saw you know, all these characters that were from like a generation of films prior and there weren't anything, any characters from like th- the new stuff that was being mm-hmm. put out there. He was like, why is this? Why don't we have new characters? Well, it's because their their films weren't hitting and they weren't as focused on the film divisions. So he wanted to change that. And that was brilliant. But because the company derives so much of its revenue from parks and resorts and leisure, uh, it it can become easy to become lax in the actual creative uh, engine of the company and a sort of more cynical actor like Bob Chapek, who isn't as, I don't think, invested in the creative side of things. Bob hate Everyone hates Bob <laughs> Chapek. It's become, yeah, a, a, sort of a me. No, I mean, whatever, I'm not going to you know pile on to the guy but
1: might hear this so (laughs) (laughs) but
0: but we might be entering into another era where the priority is being taken off of the the creative um side of disney production film production um and as a result their their products might suffer the the films and uh, you know we got tv now um so we'll see
2: I don't want a live action Aristocats. Please don't. <laughs> that's, a, that's like the, the thing. I It's like my, my horror in the future. I'm like, oh, yeah. please don't, please yeah. don't. Cause I, I want to say that his like his big push is live action and I'm like dreading it. I just, no, not the Aristocats. Anything else?
0: <laughs> yeah. They, they need to do more than just chase the easy money and yeah. try to, you know, be the cultural juggernaut that, you know they have been but also have fallen out of at times as well so Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah it's a it's a weird time for the company and and that's fine because like they had just such a boom decade you know so it's like things probably inevitably have to cool off and you know I don't know. Uh, well, the world itself is like, in yeah, a, sort I mean, of a... COVID
2: was like, you guys all need to chill. Yeah. Here you go. Uh-huh. So everyone got a good, good two years of chill. Pretty stagnant. <laughs> Everything just kind of, yeah.
0: And I think we are becoming more <laughs> fragmented and, and we might see more just uh, vulcanization of society You know, different people have different priorities and there isn't as much of a monoculture, you know, people who are scared off by, you know, certain secular progressive aesthetics like quote unquote woke culture or the, the LGBTQ issues, you know, people who just, you know, aren't agree in agreement on these types of things might go off to their own separate corners and we aren't going to necessarily be as unified in in some of these, you know, cultural uh, institutions that have been longstanding.
2: I could definitely I see that. I, I've seen the musings in like parent groups, and I'm like, fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I. It's, fun. We'll see if people come to if the pendulum swings back towards more of a consensus down the road but uh, for now we we do seem kind of fragmented Uh, but yeah I think I'll wrap that up here Um, thank you so much Bridget and Alex Uh, did you want to Bridget You usually have social media to plug what uh, where can we find you
2: Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram it's Bridget spelled bridge with a t five two four six
0: about Alex any any last thoughts or social media
2: I like to be heard in that scene so all right <laughs> you can find her on mine <laughs> uh
0: well thanks guys so much uh cool shirt alex you got some princesses on the, oh, on the yeah. graphic tee there yeah, cool. uh, <laughs> did
2: you get that from target yeah i know right. i love target that's like a shirt the other day.
0: <laughs> um, right. that's been the thought cast on light year from Pixar Animation Studios and uh, Walt Disney Pictures from the year 2022 now available on Disney Plus and uh this has been the the podcast conversations about animation I'm Philip elke you can find the podcast at thoughtcast.com streaming on SoundCloud Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts among others and uh, at Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Philip Elkey on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, I guess uh, you know they, they did quote Frozen in this film. I was going to mention that. Uh, Buzz literally says, "You got to engaged to someone you just met." <laughs> uh, but speaking like, of it's been three years, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he, he got messed up on the whole timeline uh, s- scenario. Ah, <laughs> uh, sci-fi, gotta love it. Um, well, uh, speaking of quoting Frozen, well, I'll just wish you all a uh, wonderful week, a magical day, and. Warm hugs in summer.